Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. Thanks so much for spending a little bit of your time with us today. It is Saturday. We are answering your questions. And by we, I mean me and Christopher's here. Hi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You sound, they're going to notice you sound a little congested. I'm a little congested. We did not. We're trying to get at least a little ahead on these Q&As. Not as far ahead as the regular episodes, but... We struggled with that because you were a bit under the weather. Yes. But you are way back in action compared to last weekend. Yeah. You were out of commission. For a day. A day? That's unusual for you. I know. But you still have the stuffies. Yep. Just just congestion. We've got some giveaways. We do. We Dose. should give away two things. Two. Yeah. Because you're reading that I wrote that, aren't you? Yes. Well... Initially, I just had the fat co-fat stick because I was I was moving some stuff from the downstairs bathroom to the upstairs bathroom, and I I have a, a collection of unopened fat sticks that I'm in love with. And for those of you who aren't familiar with Fatco or don't know what a fat stick is, totally understandable. Fatco is a essentially a fat-based skincare, so it's very moisturizing. Fatco F A T C O is the brand of skincare that I personally use. I use their oil cleanser. I use their moisturizer. It's the only skincare that I use, but they have this thing called a fat stick that not only do I use like chapstick, it's it's shaped like chapstick. It's just taller and a little bit wider. Oh, it's thick. Yeah, but you can use it for anything. Like you don't just use it on your lips. Like you can spot treat dry areas on your face. Elbows. You can do any, I mean, you can use it just as like a moisturizer that you rub on your hands. I love it. We're going to give that away. We're also going to give away Sleep Plus. You know Yay, why? Because we have an overabundance of Sleep Plus. No, actually, we don't. But I want to because I'm still getting messages about it every single day. Great. And sleep is so freaking important. And they can also buy it. People ask so often about, how can I be more motivated? How can I be more consistent? And honestly, rest is a huge part of that. Getting enough sleep. It's tough to be really fired up and on your game if you're not sleeping enough. I know that's a big issue for a lot of people. Also, just because so many people are like, where do you get it? You can only get it from Amare.com, Sleep Plus, A-M-A-R-E, Amare.com. You're not going to find it on Amazon. It doesn't live there. A lot of people have been sending me links to some like breathing spray or something that's called Sleep Plus on Amazon. That ain't it. That ain't it. But you might win today a fat stick and Sleep Plus will announce the winner at the end of the show if you're curious about Fatco or Sleep Plus, F-A-T-C-O, fatco.com. You can use the code PRIMAL, save 10%. And anytime you go to Amare, if you're a first-time customer, you can save 10 bucks off your first order by using the code 30968. So whether you get Sleep Plus or 
you want to get their protein powder or you want to get probiotics or digestive enzymes or Energy Plus, which we talk about a lot, use the code 30968 and you'll get 10 bucks off your first order. Let me tell you real quick how you can win before we get into uh, questions. Do it. Every single week, we give something away or some things away on Saturday. You can win by leaving a review of this podcast on Apple Podcasts or leaving a review of Chasing Cupcakes, my first book on Amazon, or posting on Facebook or Instagram. Make sure to tag me so that I see it with an episode of this podcast that you're loving or the episode you're presently listening to. You have a pretty good chance of winning. You do. So we'll announce the winner at the end of the show. End of the show. What questions you got for me? I'm well, ready. Well, first question. As you are going through your house renovations, what are the top three most interesting finds you've had? You've either uncovered in the walls or on the grounds of your property. That's totally a question for you more than for me. Well, yes, probably. Yeah. Uh, one of the coolest finds was in the walls. Wait, tell people how old our house is first. Our house is old. How old? Built in 07. Seventeen oh seven. Seventeen oh seven. Yeah. So either way, uh, going when we started the renovation upstairs, they did a lot of demo, and we found a scrap of newspaper uh, from the New Bedford Mercury, dated eighteen thirty three. Yeah, they used to use newspaper to insulate walls, right? Yes. Instead of because they didn't have insulation back then. Well, they did. It was newspapers. Right. Or hay. and So mm. in the wall was the original insulation, which happened to be newspaper, and you could read it. It was the front page of the New Bedford Mercury, which doesn't exist anymore. Correct. And when was it from? 1833. Which is, like, new compared to the age of our house. Which, well, it's, it's kind of funny because when I go pull lobster traps with mm -hmm. Tom, uh, we drive past a lot of the old houses. Yeah. And they all have dates on the front. I'm like, oh, that's almost as old as the newspaper we found in our house. <laughs> Yeah, 1707. Okay, so the newspaper, that was cool. We got pictures of that. Yep. Back in the barn, there is actually the metal remains of an old sleigh. That's not very interesting. I, I think it's pretty interesting. Like how old? It's like like one horse open sleigh sleigh? Yes, one horse open, one horse open <laughs> sleigh. Easy for you to say. <laughs> one horse open sleigh sleigh. Okay. How old do you think that is? Ah, man. I would say... It's over 80 years old. That's like modern, over 80 years old. Our house was built over 200 right, years Right, I understand ago. that. The barn's not 200 years old. All right. You but know it may be older. It may be older. You know what you're forgetting, though? What am I forgetting? What was the first place we started working on in this house when we bought it? This first floor? No. Oh, your office? No. Yes. Before that. We worked on something before your office? Yeah. No idea. The apartment. We worked on that before your office? Yeah. Are you sure? 100%. Okay, no, I don't know. What did we find in the bathroom wall in the apartment? A mouse. No. no. Mouse's skeleton. <laughs> no. What did we find? The bag of pennies. Oh. You're, like, that's like my favorite find because they were shoved in a freaking closed wall, like really? a bag of really old pennies. Oh. How does that Where not? are those pennies? They're in the kitchen drawer. Are they in the kitchen drawer, or did you put them in the, no, no, the no. coin jar? No, and it's they're going the to get. <laughs> no, they're in the kitchen drawer because they're like old, old pennies. I mean, how old? What were the dates on them? I don't remember. That was, we, that was two years ago. Because compared to our house, they're not that old. They're 
True. Basically they didn't modern. have pennies in 1707. It's basically modern. But they're older than 80 years old. Who Are cares you sure about an 80-year-old sleigh? I think, I think you should go get them right now. Well, I'm not going to, so <laughs> what's the next question? That was an easy one. Next question. Handling. Wouldn't it be easy to do a podcast if it was just about like our crazy life? Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, sorry. Next. Handling increased cravings for carbs or sugar at that time of the month. Is this a question? That is. So how do I handle <laughs> cravings on my period? <laughs> Okay, the first thing, uh, I didn't realize that was an issue for you, Chris, but glad to know. It actually explains a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. It explains a lot. Um, Okay, PMS-related cravings. Our hormones absolutely fluctuate, not just at the start of our period or when we're on our period, but throughout the month, which is why if you have not listened to Dr. Beth Westy's Dr. Beth Westy's podcast. Uh-huh, about, easy for you to say. Yeah. She talks a lot about seed cycling. She talks about how women effectively have different bodies throughout the month. We have different needs throughout the month. She's a really great source of information for this. I have also done some podcast episodes on PMS and on cravings. So let me just give you guys a pro tip so that you never have to wait between when you ask your question and when you hear something about it on this show, go to primalpotential.com, use the search function. And I'm not being like cheeky or smart when I say that. It's super helpful. If you go to primalpotential.com and you put in PMS, you're going to find the episodes that I've talked about PMS. If you put in primalpotential.com and you type in cravings in the search box, you're going to find episodes that are all about cravings. And I've done episodes on both. The first thing to know about cravings is psychological. Don't be dramatic about it. I talked to somebody maybe just a week or two ago, and they essentially said, oh my gosh, it just like totally screws me up and it derails me like I'm doing so well and then this thing happens and I'm totally out of control. No, you're not. No, you're not. You are still very much in control when you have cravings and the extent of struggle with cravings is really a function of how much how much weight you put into it, how much drama you infuse into it. You don't have to make a big thing about it. With that said, there are many, many things you can do. And again, go to primalpotential.com, search cravings and or search PMS if it's something you want to hear more about because I've done full episodes on both, especially cravings. I've done probably six or seven separate episodes on cravings. The first is be consistent. There is nothing about a craving that prevents you from still making great choices. And look, I'm not here to say that there's anything wrong with indulging a craving. I'll be the first one in pregnancy. What have some of my cravings been? Tomato soup? Yes. Can you think of anything else? I haven't. I had a lot more with Dagny than I have in this pregnancy. Um... Frozen grapes. You have been doing a lot of the frozen grapes. But I can't think of like, I'm super eager for tuna melt at the very beginning. Yeah. I think like you sprinkled in pizza. Like once yeah, every couple nothing, weeks. Not even that much. But, but that's not even so much a craving, I would say. Because well, no, you don't usually go with pizza. So I would call that a craving. Yeah, I'm not. Oh, um, Philly cheesesteaks. Was that Dagny or was that earlier in this pregnancy? That was Dagny. 
Um, but the reason I point that out, there's nothing wrong with indulging a craving. I think when you, however, feel like you don't have control over it, that's when consistency really matters. It's being in the practice of like, yes, I really, really have a strong craving for X, Y, Z. And in this moment, I'm going to practice saying no right now because I need to build that skill set, right? You want to make sure that when you make a choice, whether that choice is pizza or Philly cheesesteak or anything else, that you're doing it because you want to, because you feel good about the choice, not because you feel forced into the choice. So eating well consistently is huge. What a lot of people misunderstand about cravings is, especially when we talk about cravings for sugar, cravings for salt, cravings for chocolate, the more that you indulge it, the more that you train your body to really demand that thing. We want what we eat most regularly. And so that is that psychological, behavioral, call it discipline, if you will, if you will piece, is really huge. Sleep is major. Exercise is major. Some supplementation can help, especially magnesium. And I remember doing an episode or two or three all about magnesium and cravings and the different types of magnesium. So again, you can go to primalpotential.com, search magnesium. Those will come up. But the biggest thing, again, is that mindset. Don't be dramatic. How many times do you want to snap at somebody at work, but you don't because it's unprofessional? Cravings are very much like that. It's an urge. It's an impulse, but it doesn't take away our control. So there's stuff we can do beforehand, eating well consistently, getting enough rest, having a balanced diet, minimizing stress that will help, but none of it is going to replace the need for that behavioral practice, that impulse control practice, which becomes very hard to do if we're very high drama about the craving being this powerful thing that we can't overcome. You absolutely can, but you won't if you tell yourself that you can't. PMS and cravings. Boom. Next. Bang. I love hearing about your this for that food swaps. You do? I am like, ooh, never thought of that. They have saved me countless times. Just recently found your podcast and they have been a game changer for me. Really feel like I can do this for the rest of my life. Food swaps. I remember when this question came in because I was like, what are you talking about? And I said to this person, the only thing I can think of... Like cauliflower for potatoes. That's, that's what I was going to say. That's the only... Cauliflower th- instead of ice. And <laughs> cauliflower swaps for everything. <laughs> we actually eat a lot of cauliflower. We do. So think about, Chris, what some of our food swaps are. Because off the top of my head, the, the number one that we use is cauliflower. So I put cauliflower in my protein shake every single morning instead of ice. Cauliflower instead of rice. Cauliflower instead of meat. No, we don't do that one. (laughs) But we do like burrito bowls with cauliflower. We'll do cauliflower like mash for shepherd's pie kind Mm -hmm. of a thing instead of potato. Um, You did do a swap. uh, You did the coconut wraps instead of the flour wraps, tortillas. Yeah, coconut wraps that I got off of. Well, you can get them on Amazon. That's a great, you know, if you're craving, like, that was one thing when I was pregnant with Dagny is I wanted quesadillas. Do you remember yeah. that? Yep. And so we would do the the coconut or cassava wraps. There's so many alternatives for wraps out there. I mean, just go to the grocery store and look in a health food section. And you're going to see cassava, almond, coconut, you name it. We also do a lot of spaghetti squash. Yeah, great. Instead of pasta. And I did, for the first time, actually... With the spaghetti squash, I did ricotta cheese and ground beef 
and tomato sauce. So it was kind of like a lasagna-ish flavor without noodles. Sure. And we had spaghetti squash. But we also do that with just about any ground meat yeah. combo. We really like spaghetti squash. I'm trying to think of some other swaps that we do. Mm. I mean, there's cauliflower crust pizza. Um, For what it's worth, rereading this, I don't think they had a question. They just were telling you that they really like your this for that. But I haven't done that in a while. And, this per- and I remember because I engaged with this person on Facebook being like, what do you mean? And they were looking for instead of having this for dinner or lunch, oh. a healthier version is this. We actually recently started trying those pork chips. There's the pork chip. They also make a chicken chip. They're pretty good. Yeah. So those are things that I posted on my Instagram stories. If you're not following me on Instagram, you can follow me there at Elizabeth Benton. I've been trying to do a lot more in my IG stories of like what I buy at the grocery store. They're not potato chips. They're made from meat, but they're not like dense like you would think. No, they're they're, they're crunchy like a chip. Yeah, they're very, they're shaped very much like a chip. They have the consistency of a chip. Yeah. But they're made from protein. Well, because one of the things that Chris had said recently was that you wanted more snacky type things that were lower carb, higher fat, higher protein. Right. So we were experimenting with those. I really like them. What's the flavor that I like? The Verde? The, I, I like the Chili Verde. Chili Verde. Yeah. So what? Wild. Uh, W-I-L-D-E is the brand, I think. I think so. Yeah. And then... Um, the cauliflower puffs or whatever. Yeah, bites, so those they ha- are really good. How would you describe those? Because you had those. I bought them for you, but I didn't try them. Are they like a cracker? Are they like popcorny? Like uh, I would say they're closer to a popcorny. Okay, but it's cauliflower. It's cauliflower, and then they're dusted with like a flavoring. Yep. And you liked the white cheddar. I, I no, I mean the white cheddar. Yes, the white cheddar was was really good. That and was the, the first one I tried. Yeah. I had the buffalo ranch today, actually. Yeah. Uh, which is last, you know, whatever date this is, not this date, but the day we're recording. Yeah. I had that, and it was good. It wasn't as good as the cheddar, in my opinion. So, yeah, those are some, like, snacky substitutes that we have. Um, one of the questions that I love to ask myself if I'm, like, let's say that I had planned to do chicken thighs and broccoli for dinner, and that just doesn't sound yummy enough. Like, and that's the kind of time where I might be thinking, oh, it would be so nice if we could do pizza or whatever. I'll ask myself... What could I eat that is still in line with my goals and feeling good when I go to bed and feeling good when I wake up, but is more indulgent? And oftentimes what I'll do then is a charcuterie board. Yeah. And we'll just do meat, cheese, nuts. And that's like, we really enjoy that. And it's easy to do. Um, I'm not a big fan of zoodles, like zucchini and squash no, noodles. I see. I like those. You do? We just don't, you know, we got so uh, we got a... We have spaghetti squash we have spaghetti instead. Spaghetti squash, yeah. I just don't. The reason we don't do them is because I don't. I don't really like them. That's okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I I like them. I think they're fine. But I'm not going to be like, oh, we got to get these because I want them. I just love using vegetables for stuff. Like I've done. But you know, I like pasta, and I miss pasta. But I was just actually speaking of pasta. I was thinking about broccoli, and we've done like chicken Alfredo, chicken broccoli Alfredo kind of stuff, just without the pasta. So it's like a white cream sauce and chicken and broccoli. And no pasta. But you have pasta every once in a while. Uh, Not really. No, like once in a blue moon Uh, if we go out. Yeah. You know how often a blue moon happens? Not often. And I don't get pasta when we go out to eat. 
because that's a waste of an out to eat meal. Is it? What would you get? Absolutely, then? I can I can cook pasta for a dollar thirty here at home. <laughs> I'm not going to pay thirty bucks for some Fair person to cook pasta and or recook pasta because it's they already prep it and they're just tossing Fair it enough. in hot water for a minute. Fair enough. But if we went to Italy, you'd change your mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Probably. Because eating pasta in Italy was like my favorite thing. I'm sure it was. Yeah. Okay. I feel like that's. That's a lot. Cooking lobster. I'm cooking lobsters tonight. You are. Yeah, we might we might do a lobster dinner, like the meat in us. We'll do something. Chris has lobster traps. For those of you that don't know, in addition to our goats and our chickens and our dog, we pull lobsters. I pull lobsters. We do not pull lobsters. <laughs> I went once. You don't like me to go down on you the rocks. St- I, you don't like you going down on the rocks. You don't like me going down on the rocks. You have said that it is not safe for me. No, you have said it is not safe for me. I said, go on, be tough. What happened to your friend? Not my friend, first of all. (laughs) Not my friend. So Chris comes home one day from pulling lobsters, and he pulls with his friend who is a couple decades older. Wow. Throwing shade at Tom. No, no, no. Just just setting the stage. Don't and listen to me, Mr. <laughs> Hansen. <laughs> he has he has a friend who's uh, in, he has a neighbor that's in his age demographic. Yeah, I think John might be a little bit older. Can we stop with the personalization here, please? <laughs> Jeez, Names please. may have been changed. <laughs> Seriously. To identities. Seriously. Well, he fell face first on the rocks. And the rocks, it's a slope down to the water because you don't climb up to water. Um, <laughs> but there, it's it's a canal, and they're big rocks, and he went head down, so his head fell probably. He's he's got to be six two, so you're, he dropped six two, and then he went down probably another six two. So his head fell twelve feet before hitting the ground, hitting and the he, rocks. He had a good old gash underneath his neck, and it was it was Needed rough inside and outside it stitches. Was, it was a good day. Yeah. So I just I I worry. Primarily when you go down and it's like snowing or something like that. Oh. Because the rocks are slippery on a regular day. Oh, yeah. Well, they have they have seaweed and stuff on them, so they're not fun either way. Anyway, that's enough about swaps. What else you got for me? All right. I have a hard time getting specific with my goals and action steps. Mm-hmm. Eating healthy is one, organizing my office, so on and so forth. So... Whenever somebody tells me they have a hard time getting specific. Have you tried journaling? I tell them to focus on today. So what was the first one? Eating healthy? Yeah. Eating healthy is one example. What I would say is, okay, if you set out to eat healthy for the rest of today, whether it is four o'clock in the afternoon where you are or it's eight o'clock in the morning, what would that look like today? If you are willing to make decisions, it's not going to be tough. Yes, we could sit here. Somebody messaged me just last night and was like, when you talk about reducing sugar, what do you mean? Because I feel like there's sugar in absolutely everything. And I said, look, I'm not talking about carrots. I'm not talking about bell peppers. Yeah, I'm not talking, discussing complex sugars. You're talking simple sugars. I'm talking about use your common sense, right? Because if I said to somebody, this person said eating healthy, which is a very general term, and they're having a hard time getting specific. If I were to say to you, what would it look like for the rest of the day today for you to eat healthy in a way that's an improvement for you. No doubt somebody out there is going to be like, well, I don't really know because I don't know if I should be doing low fat or low carb or high protein or this or that or the other thing. But the point being, look at what is an improvement for you. Don't try. We could turn this into a philosophical exercise in perfection. That's not the point. Commit to something. 
one of the biggest differentiators between people who are successful and people who struggle or feel stuck is that people who are successful are willing to make a decision and learn from it. So you might say, you know what? I really don't know if I should be more concerned with calories or with sugars or with grams of fat or whatever, but I think this would be an improvement, so I'm going to try it and I'm going to see how I feel. That's what you have to be willing to do. Get out of your head in the idea of debating, is this better or is that better? Make a choice and your body is going to give you your answers. Same thing in terms of, what was the other one, getting organized? Yeah, organizing my office. Organizing my office. Okay, what's one thing that if your office was organized would be different from how it is now? What's one thing? And you might say, I would clear off my desk or I would organize the files on my desktop of my computer. It doesn't matter what you say. It might say, I'd get, it might be I'd put a trash can underneath my desk or I'd buy some drawer dividers or drawer organizers or whatever it is. Just get started. I don't believe that there is any barrier to being specific in these things. If you hear that knocking, it's our dog's tail. Um, you just have to challenge yourself to say, if my office was more organized when I woke up tomorrow morning, what are a couple things that might be different? And then do one of those things. Which of those things am I able and willing to do today? When you are struggling to take action or get specific, if I did it today, what would it look like? If I did one thing for it today, what would it look like? And that's where I would have you start. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. What else? Do we have another one? Yes. Or... We got one more question for today. Okay. How do you learn to live with food for fuel uh -huh. and lose the attachment and constant thought about it? So eating for fuel instead of like, oh my gosh, what am I going to eat? And being obsessed with this notion of like eating. Eating to eating. Yeah. First, I want to say that I think it's actually really important and really healthy to enjoy eating and look forward to eating. Now, there are some people that are just totally indifferent and they don't care about food and that's fine. But for the rest of us, the difference is we want to enjoy it without obsessing. So, the, and everybody's different here too. The notion of food for fuel for some people means not thinking of it in terms of like, oh, you know, it would be delicious. I don't want to lose that. You know, for me, and again, the reason I say everybody's different is because you have to define what you want for yourself. I don't want to be somebody who really only sees food as fuel, and I don't care whether it's broccoli or salmon or asparagus. I want to enjoy food and look forward to food, and I want to have those conversations of like, oh, you know, it would be amazing. I want to do it in a way that makes me feel good. And leaves me feeling good about myself. Like I want to feel good in my skin. I want to feel good in my clothes. I want to have energy. All of those things. Other people might not care at all about enjoying food or having it be delicious. And they really just want to be very objective and black and white about food. Know what you want as your ideal. The only ideal I can speak to is my own. And I will say that I want to look forward to eating and look forward to food and do it in a way that makes me feel great. Look for yourself at what you want your relationship with food to be like. And then say, well, is there some piece of that that I can practice today and how? Maybe that means, oh, cupcakes would be amazing. But you know what? 
I had ice cream yesterday, so I'm going to practice today by remembering that maybe in a week, if I decide to indulge, I might want that cupcake, but for today, I think I'm going to feel better without it. Yes, it would be great, but there is no worldwide shortage of cupcakes. I can totally get it in a week. Maybe that's something that you want to practice, or maybe you want to practice planning out ahead of time what you want to eat that you're also going to enjoy and sticking to that. But I do believe it begins with what do you want your relationship with food to look like? I don't want mine to be purely food is fuel and nothing else. I want it to be fuel for sure. Enjoyable fuel. Yeah. And something that I do look forward to. Like if when you say, I'm going to do lobster tonight, it made me think of when we did the lobster and steak picnic this spring, and I think we had corn on the cob or something like yeah. that. And it was it was special, and it was great, and it also made me feel really good. And also, on the rare occasion that we have wildfire pizza, we look forward to that too. Oh, yeah. We just want to do it in a way that we still feel good about it, which means we don't do it every week. We don't do it every month. But, yeah, that's that's what I would say about that. Start by knowing what you want your ideal to be, and then be looking for small opportunities every day to practice. Yeah. You're just like, Mr. One Word, chime in with a yeah. We have a winner. Tell me who, what, tell me what they're winning again. They're winning Two things. the Fatco Fat Stick, Fatco Fat Stick. and Sleep Plus. Sleep Not Plus. from Amazon. No, from Amari. From Amari. Who's and our winner? We have a winner. And it is at Healthy Habit PA. Or it could be Healthy Habit Pa. It might be someone's father or grandfather. Maybe. But I'm guessing it's somebody from Pennsylvania. East Coast, represent. Woot, woot. That was really um, trendy of you. What woot, can woot. I say? Yeah. I'm a trendy fella. Tell me again, Healthy Habit PA, is that what it was? Yep. At Healthy, H-E-A-L-T-H-Y, Habit, H-A-B-I-T-P-A. So all you got to do, Healthy Habit PA, is email Christopher at PrimalPotential.com within 60 days of this episode airing. Tell him that you were the winner for 865, that you won the Fat Stick and Sleep Plus. Include your mailing address, and we will get it out to you. And if we don't hear from you in 60 days... Elizabeth will keep it. That's right. So I got to say... What? I might have like completely jinxed my lobsters. If I pull none, we're not having lobster tonight. When was the last time you pulled none? Um, six weeks ago. Really? Yeah. There was a no pull? Yeah. I didn't know Well, that. I mean, there wasn't enough for me to take some, too. So I just... Oh, okay, okay. Because I usually wait a few days. Okay, but you still, anyway. you still pulled lobster. But I'm not going to bring like, any home. Yeah, I'm like... Yeah, but you can say, I, I told Elizabeth I was going to do a lobster tonight. He's still my boss. Anyway. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for your questions. We will see you next time. Yes. Talk to you next week. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. At Granger, we're for the ones who specialize in saving the day and for the ones who've mastered the art of keeping business moving. We offer industrial-grade supplies for every industry with same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders, all backed by real people ready to help. So you can get the right answers and products right when you need them. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.